Welcome back to Power Retail Power Talks. Join me in bite-sized discussions with industry leaders and professionals as they share their exclusive insights into the dynamic world of e-commerce. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, ShipStation. I'm your host, Rosalie, and for today's episode, I sat down with the king of marketplace marketing in Australia, CMO of my ideal, Ryan Gracie. I asked him about the struggles of acquiring customers in this climate and the equally tricky task of retaining them. We looked back at how marketplaces have evolved and I got his advice for managing a team through tough times. Thanks for coming on, Ryan. Thanks for having me. So cost of living pressures, rising interest rates, they've all been pretty hot topics right now. Are you finding customer acquisition a struggle at this time or being a deal site, you know, it's in the name. Have you found customers have been more thrifty and are finding my deal a compelling option right now? It's amazing, isn't it, how um, times have changed just over the past 12 to 18 months where we went through this very buoyant period where um, people seem to have their savings in check and they were spending at at a whim. And and now here we are very constrained and, and purses are very tight and it's not getting any easier or any better for, for consumers out there. And we're definitely seeing it. I think that e-commerce as a whole, I think that retail as a whole, if it wasn't for um, supermarkets in general and food, then potentially um, retail would be way, way down. And uh, at my deal, we're, we're, I, I like to feel that we are going well. And uh, in comparison to some of our peers, I feel like our numbers are strong, but we are definitely seeing that acquiring customers is much harder than it has been in the past. Uh, but we we operate very efficiently across all of our marketing channels and we are able to optimize uh, to a particular ROAS, which in turn leads to a particular customer acquisition cost and keep that in check. So yes, it is harder. Uh, you just have to be a little bit smarter. Uh, we've also put a few programs in place that have definitely helped, um, but consumers are definitely tightening, tightening their belts, yes. And how about retention? How are you incentivizing return customers right now? So um, in, in terms of incentivizing return customers, that would be around having just a great experience the first time that they come to the site. So you are more inclined, obviously, to shop uh, with with a retailer that you've had a good experience with or a great experience with. So we make sure that that first time and every other time, subsequent time after that, we do the right thing. So we're always offering the right product at the right price. Uh, we make sure that our UX, UI, the entire customer journey across the site is as amazing as it can be. Uh, we make sure that our sellers, as we are a marketplace, are always doing the right thing by our customers, uh, both in terms of not only the product that they buy, but the way that they treat them uh, after after that product has been purchased. Uh, make sure that our delivery timeframes are as tight as they can be. So in terms of retention, that's how we get them back. Uh, we find that there is really no need to uh, perhaps offer a monetary incentive to get them there. There may be those latent customers that have not shopped beyond 12 months. They would be outside of the definition of an active customer. And we do have our retention uh, campaigns that are in market, mostly across the lifecycle channels, email and push. Uh, we're also able to target them through our RFM segmentation, which is recency, frequency, and monetary segmentation. So we can go after those customers on channels like Google or across social and target them with different messages in order to get them back. Sometimes it requires an incentive, $10 off, $75 minimum spend, something along those lines. But often uh, just by putting the right offer in front of them, a great deal, 
uh, that will get them back if we can see what they're in the market for. There, there are a few key levers. And one thing that um, we'll probably talk a little bit about today is now that we offer everyday rewards, that is a massive incentive for people to shop on my deal more than once. Because why would they shop uh, buying that same product from a retailer that doesn't offer them everyday rewards? Because it's such an, a powerful loyalty program, probably the most powerful in the country. Yeah, I did want to ask about that. Have you seen a big effect on sales? Have you noticed a difference having everyday rewards as an option now? Yes, definitely. Everyday rewards is is a a behemoth. Fourteen million uh, members. It, it's just so so powerful because it's able to be used not only in supermarkets but a big w used use on your fuel it has very very tangible re- rewards uh earn 2000 points which is not that hard to earn you get your 10 dollars back in, into your app you can use that on your next shop or you can bank it for christmas and you can accrue a large sum of money and, and customers just love it so now that we offer everyday rewards on the site and we have done for the last few months we're definitely seeing customer stickiness increase we're seeing the conversion rate amongst those that have linked their cards increase. Uh, average order value, you can see the difference between a non-linked member and a linked member, that, that has increased. Uh, customer acquisition costs come down. It's just an amazing, amazing program. And uh, we know that we can really tap into it and, and grow my deal as a whole just by leveraging the power of everyday rewards because our customers love it. Get ready to ship smarter and more economically than ever before. I am here to tell you you can slash your shipping costs up to 58% with ShipStation Carrier Services. With over 300 native integrations worldwide, get ready for the most connected platform in the industry. Empowering shipping success for businesses of all sizes, ShipStation seamlessly connects your online stores to your marketplaces, carriers and your other e-commerce tools. You can finally ditch your shipping headaches and enter a whole new level of efficiency and convenience with ShipStation. Get ship done with ShipStation. So you've got millions of products on site. How do you decide what to highlight? There must be so much data at your disposal. And I was wondering, does AI play a part in that process or is it more of a manual thing? Uh, so, well, we have, like you say, we have so much data. Being a pure play online retailer, so much data at, at our disposal. But we use a set of guiding principles, so our merchandising principles. So we need to make sure that the data supports many things. So we need to make sure that any product that we're going to put on the homepage, and this is what I preach to my, to my staff, my team, is that for a deal to be sent out to a million people, imagine you are standing on a stage in front of a million people you want to make sure that you say the right thing. You get out there, you get one crack at this. It's a million people. Say the right thing. Give them the right deal. Make sure that they're going to be engaged. They don't just turn around and put their head down. Make sure that they're not going to hit that unsubscribe button and give them a reason to want to stay subscribed for the next day and the next day after that. So we look at the sales history of a product. We look at the conversion rate. We look at how many units it may have sold. And then we take into account what is the percentage discount? How much is this product... Is there a saving there for the customer? Are we really doing the right thing by the customer? Is it a great percentage off? Is it a great uh, dollar amount off? Does it have free shipping? Customers love free shipping. So how can we construct that promotional call out around the price drop or the free shipping, percentage off the saving? And then we need to know that it's fresh. So have they seen it too many times? 
we, we know that they, they may love these deals, but they obviously go stale after a while. You can only put them in front of a customer so many times. So how many days since the last time that, that deal, deal uh, was put in front of the audience? And does it have mass appeal? So do, does it reach a large enough segment of the audience that they will, that there's enough engagement there to make it pump, but also to make sure they don't hit that unsubscribe button? We want to make sure that we're not just putting pet beds out to a whole bunch of people that don't have pets or hair curlers out to a bunch of people that don't use hair curlers. So we take that into account. Then, of course, all those social proof metrics around um, customer reviews. Is it a seasonal trend? Um, is, is it something that's trending on social media? That, that could be a reason to put it out there. It might be a new TikTok trend that we have to tap into that. Um, and then, of course, we uh, retail uh, media's uh, a large part of the business. So is it a paid promotion? Uh, our, our sellers can pay to play, but even then, uh, whilst they're paying to play, we're not going to put up a, a dud deal. We want to make sure that it's still going to adhere to all of these principles. So you know, we take that very, very seriously. There's no use taking their money if it's not going to work for them. We want to make sure that they're going to get a return, but our customers are always going to be engaged as well. So a whole bunch of principles that we adhere to. It's not just what's going on today. Let's uh, whack it up on the, on the homepage of the website and put it in front of millions of people. It's, there's, there's some deep, deep thinking about it. And we have an amazing, amazing merchandising team that's making that happen. Awesome. I think that's why the company's been going so strong for so long. It's recently celebrated 12 years. And you've also been involved in marketplaces spanning pretty much your entire career. So I was wondering from your perspective, how has the marketplace realm really changed in that time? It's interesting, isn't it? Isn't it? When you rewind, let's say we rewind 10 years ago, my deal was around and Sean, our founder, saw the opportunity to launch a marketplace in this country. And um, it would be one of the first besides eBay uh, to, to be in this country. And there's an opportunity to go to bring all of these businesses together, not only to grow my deal as a whole, but to grow all the, all of these other businesses um, as individuals. So a marketplace, it, it serves that need as well. It, it serves small business, large business, but it also serves the customers. And what's happened over the past five or six years, we saw uh, what we did when we were at Catch. We launched the marketplace. The audience loved it. The sellers loved it. It grew. Amazon came to Australia. And all of a sudden, this proliferation of marketplaces just, just took off because they, they really set the benchmark around what you should be doing with the marketplace. And, and as hard as that is to battle against Amazon, they've come into this market and they've really shifted the benchmark and made all of us better e-commerce players. Because in order to keep up, we have to pedal not just fast, but we have to do things much, much better because customer expectations keep changing. Now, there are upwards of 27-ish, perhaps over 30 marketplaces in this country. And a savvy seller can get themselves up on all of those marketplaces and sell potentially millions of products per year. And we sell our, our major sellers doing that. But there's so much that has to be done. It sounds so easy, just jump on marketplaces and you'll sell stuff. But the behind the scenes around getting the right product, making sure that your customer service is good, making sure that your supply chain, your warehousing, your buying, that you've got margin, enough margin to to um, soak up the fees on, on marketplaces. But in saying that, you don't have to pay for the marketing. So you don't have to market your products because the marketplaces are doing that for you. So marketplaces are not slowing down. They're, they're not going away. There may be a, an aggregation of them. Some of them may come together. And customers will benefit from that. 
uh, so that fragmentation subsides and they get a better offering. But they're definitely not going away. And it's almost uh, now you see a marketplace a week being spun up on big brands. You see Super Cheap Auto, for example, has a marketplace. Um, all All of these retailers have realized that not only can they extend their aisle by offering their in stock products on that extension, but they can tap into the ecosystem of a very uh, well-regarded and highly reputable sellers. So it, it's, from my point of view, it's amazing to watch. It's great for consumers because they get choice so long as we keep bringing new sellers into that ecosystem. And it's great for the retailers because they're able to add additional revenue streams. They're able to capture that audience that they that they pay for and that they generate. So yeah, it will just extend. Get ready to ship smarter and more economically than ever before. I am here to tell you, you can slash your shipping costs up to 58% with ShipStation Carrier Services. With over 300 native integrations worldwide, get ready for the most connected platform in the industry. Empowering shipping success for businesses of all sizes, ShipStation seamlessly connects your online stores to your marketplaces, carriers, and your other e-commerce tools. You can finally ditch your shipping headaches and enter a whole new level of efficiency and convenience with ShipStation. Get ship done with ShipStation. Some great answers so far. We're actually going to move on to our more lighthearted, quick-fire questions now. We call them our power questions. Um, So to kick those off, I was wondering, as a manager, what's your go-to motivational speech or method or game or quote or something to get your team out of a slump? If I have a motivational speech, we have a you know hot coals that we run across every afternoon. No, um, motivational. I don't rely on motivational speech to be honest. I rely on. Um, I'm a firm believer that we worry about the things that we can control. Now, we can't control the interest rates are going up. We can't control that people have less money. We can't control that it's harder to acquire customers. But we can control the things that make that happen on our side. And we can control all the inputs into those measures. So we spend a lot of time not just staring at numbers, but wondering how we can move those numbers and and do the right thing by the customers so that those numbers go in the right direction. So... So I, 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 when I sit there on a Monday morning and we look at the weekend's numbers and the week before's numbers, if they're good or if they're bad, then we just want to know that we did everything that we could in our power, under our control, to make sure they were the best that they could be. And if we stare at each other and go, oh, shit, that wasn't as good as it could be, we could have done much better than that, then what is it that we should have done and what is it that we should be doing this week? Um, is it that we didn't have great deals in the market? Is it that our um, our email let us down or that we spent too much on on Google and it delivered a, a lower ROAS or were our channels just not firing? Was there a tech issue with the site? What, what can we control to make sure that when a customer turns up to my deal, that they're in the best position to make a decision to convert and to buy the stuff that they see? Because worrying about the things that we can't control will just... Yeah, cause anxiety and grey hair, but controlling those things at our disposal, that's where it all happens. So that's what I would preach to my team. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you remember your first marketplace purchase and how was that experience? Jeez, that's a long time ago. I feel like it's a long, long time. My first marketplace 
purchase. I would have to go way back to, I think I would have been, I'm pretty old now, maybe 18, 19, maybe earlier. I think I bought a laser from eBay. And when I say a laser, uh, I, I wanted to attempt to make holograms. No one will even know what holograms are, but in order to make a hologram, you need a laser. And I think that was the first purchase I maybe ever made online and it happened to be on the marketplace at the same time. So that would probably uh, get you on a list these days. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It would get you on a list these days. Exactly. Uh, I never made holograms either. It was too hard. Uh, maybe in the future. And finally, the question everyone's dying to know, what's the craziest item on site right now? <laughs> well, the craziest item on site is, you know, I don't know if I can name one crazy item because there are just so many obscure things that people buy that you just, you look at it and you think, what the, who, where, why? But we have millions of products on the site and it's everything from Teddy Fleece bed sheets to pogo sticks to punching bags to everything. Everything is on there. So I don't know if I can isolate one crazy thing, but you can be guaranteed that um, it's on there. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. That's all we have time for today. Uh, Thank you for coming on. Great. Thank you very much. I enjoyed it.